0: everyone, welcome to Adventures in Autism episode 61. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen. If it is your first episode, welcome. So happy to have you. If you have been listening, thank you so much for coming on back and for supporting the show and just all the love you guys give. I say it every week, but thank you so much to everyone who has taken the time to send messages and emails or write reviews. I just can't say thank you enough from the bottom of my heart. It means so much to me. Every time I hear from a new listener or, or someone who's been listening, <laughs> uh, just like thoughts on the show or that it's resonating with you, I just can't get enough of that. So thank you so, so much. And today I am super excited about this episode. My guest is Susan Scott, who is a autism mom and podcaster. So we have a lot in common and a lot to talk about and she's just amazing. I I'm sure some of you probably already follow her. I was on her show a few months back. She has an awesome podcast called My Autism Tribe. So I was a guest on her show and I was super excited to get her on Adventures in Autism. So we just had an amazing chat. We talk about like everything you can think of we talk about podcasting we talk about her adorable son alex and all of her amazing advocacy work susan has some awesome stuff in the works truly this episode like i feel like we cover it all (laughs) so it's a really good one i'm super excited for you guys to listen so without further ado i hope you enjoy listening to my episode with susan Hi, Susan. Welcome to Adventures in Autism. Hi, Megan. I am so excited to be here today. I am so excited to have you. You and I were just chatting before. So Susan is a fellow autism mama, and she is also a fellow podcasting mama. So I, think, I feel like I'm off the hook because I have like another host uh, <laughs> go with me. I get to just like kick back and, and let you take the reins. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but Susan has an amazing podcast called My Autism Tribe that I was lucky enough to be a guest on a few months back. And you and I connected, and I feel like there, there are so many people who are just amazing in this community. And you are one of them. You are people. one of those people that like, I just immediately felt such a connection to, and we we've remained connected. I, I mean, you're just my buddy at this point. So I'm so glad that through yeah. this crazy happenstance that we were able to connect.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. I've, I've found very quickly, especially with the podcast is that it's a really large community that becomes mm-hmm. really small and oh yeah and that's such a great thing because you we're all in it together, right? We're all yeah. lifting each other up and that's so, so important.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I've said that before. I feel like I never realized how small the world was until I started this podcast. It's, it really is incredible. So I can't wait to chat with you more today. I obviously know some of your story because we are friends. I've listened Mm -hmm. to your podcast, but I would love for you to kind of take the listeners back to the beginning of your autism journey and tell us what that was like. Sure.
1: Well, I'll start right off by telling you that it was a really dark
0: time. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: For sure. I know all of us, you know, have been there going through it, done that, um, and can write probably 10 books on it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, my son, Alex, who's the light of my life.
0: Who is such a cutie. Oh, So cute with those glasses. He kills me. Every photo. He's a doll. He is so cute.
1: Thank you so much. But aren't yeah. they all aren't? they? Yeah, they, all I mean, they just, are. Yeah, I love just I, squeeze I them. Like,
0: yes, I, I cute kids get me every time I can't. handle. It. <laughs> I <know. laughs> but he's when got he, those glasses and those real those are that's an extra something. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's he looks like a little man now. He,
0: he, he does. He is so cute. Precious.
1: He yeah. loves them. <laughs> so um, yeah, so Alex was a very typically developing little boy um would eat anything that you put in front of him um was babbling um all of that stuff i was checking the boxes off as i know a lot of us are in those early stages and i'm high fiving myself woo i'm doing everything right i'm an awesome mom and um you know floor time was going well and Um, and then around the 18 to 20 month old mark, I, he started eliminating some foods from his diet and which I didn't really think too much about, um, honestly, because I'm like, okay, well, he's been eating that a lot lately. So maybe it's burnout and Uh he'll get it back, but he never did. And, um, the eye contact started to slowly fade away. And um, and then at his two-year visit, I asked our pediatrician, um, you know, I, of course, I brought my spreadsheet in that was color-coded and, you know, said, I, you know, these are some things that I'm concerned about and I'm not really seeing this, but this is what I am seeing. And the pediatrician was really kind of dismissive of it. She was like, well, you know, um, all of these other things he's hitting the milestones on. And, you know, he seems like he's a very bright kid and he's a little quiet. So you, re- you might want to look into, you know, the early steps, uh, speech therapy, you know, if you want to do occupational therapy, you know, maybe. And so that's kind of where we started. And, um, and then it just, all of those classic Tell tell signs of autism. And of course, I'm Googling the whole time, mm-hmm. watching YouTube videos. Um, and every single time I would Google these. You know these little things. It would the word autism would pop up, and um and so I remember discussing with my husband at the time, you know uh, about autism, and he's like, no, 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 and of course boys mature later than girls. I'm blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And family members were dismissive, and but he's so cute. He's <laughs> not autistic, and so. Um, and so I would even ask the early step providers what their thoughts were. And of course they were like, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. And so finally I'm like, okay, I've got to, I've got to go further and try to seek a diagnosis um, or if, if there is one. And I definitely knew at that time there definitely was maybe a sensory processing disorder mm-hmm. um but I didn't know if that's all that it was and so um
0: you know just in order we were living in Illinois at the time I remember you said that when I was on your show mm-hmm. which is so funny because I was that's right but you're you were like central Illinois right yeah we were okay. central
1: Illinois so we were like two hours from Chicago mm-hmm. and um and I i there I I make fun of it at the time we we were I say we were in the armpit of America um
0: <laughs> I mean listen I lived here my whole life and I'm lucky I've, I've always lived in like you know nice neighborhoods we've been very privileged but I mean like there there's there's parts of Illinois that I would refer to as the armpit for sure <laughs> yeah for sure there's
1: a lot of armpits um yeah, in Illinois. Well, everywhere you go,
0: really. That's true. Yeah, any anywhere, I guess, is true. No, but I think when you are kind of outside of, like, the metropolitan area, I mean, I can only imagine what you were yeah. working on. Mm-hmm.
1: It was tough. It was I, – I felt like I was constantly banging my head against a wall because – You know, um, people just where we were living um, in central Illinois just really weren't that autism aware. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know what? We need to push past the autism awareness. We need inclusion and we need acceptance and stuff. But there's still a lot of awareness that needs to happen. Susan,
0: you are preaching to the choir. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's so, so. so you know, even in, even in the medical field, yeah. you know, um, yeah. they're, they're just not that uh, aware or educated on it. And so I really, I mean, I had to fight, fight, fight mm-hmm. to get uh, an appointment for a diagnosis. And um, I guess the squeaky wheel got the grease. We were, um, finally, I got this lady, she said, okay, she said, can, can you go to Chicago? And I was like, yeah, I'll go to Timbuk too." Like, yeah. <laughs> what, you tell me where I need to go. Mm-hmm. And so we got the appointment and, um, uh, and so we went and sat in a room for like four hours mm-hmm. and met with all different kinds of uh, specialists, mm-hmm. you know, speech path, occupational therapists, right. psychologists, whatever. And then um, at the end of, of that time is when we received his autism diagnosis. And, um, and so they said, you know, of course the questions, you feel like you've hit by, been hit by a Mack truck. And then I started asking questions and, and people were looking at me probably like I was crazy, but I'm like, oh my gosh, will he go to college? (laughs) Will, will he be able to get married? And they're, you know, he's two and a half at the time. They're like, I have no idea, but I tell you, um, for, for him, look into ABA therapy. Um, we would recognize, um recommend you know, forty hours a week of ABA therapy. That sounded absolutely ridiculous yeah. to me at the time. Mm-hmm. and um, and so they sent us back, you know, to central Illinois, aka the armpit of America, <laughs> with you know, instructions to seek out an ABA therapy provider. Mm-hmm. And when we got back um to to home, I started immediately like the next day calling ABA therapy providers and all of them said all of them was almost identical. And their response is quote unquote, we have significant and indefinite waiting lists mm-hmm. and we might be able to get him on in a year. Uh, we might not. And so that, um, was just completely disheartening because someone's telling you that there's something wrong with your child. And then another person saying that they can't help you. Mm -hmm. So um, it was just, it it was really stressful. And then I just kind of kept fighting and we got on a waiting list and I kept calling this one ABA therapy provider and they were able to take him on at 20 hours a week. And so um, I, so we jumped on it Mm -hmm. and our insurance at the time wasn't that great. And so we were having to pay an astronomical amount of money out of pocket Mm. for his services. And, um, and I was like, there's no way this is sustainable.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, and then we, um, or I got a call from one of my employers that I had worked with 10 years before in Kentucky out of the blue Um, about two months after that and said, you know, would you ever think about moving back to Kentucky? Um, because we have this vice president position here available and we would like to consider you for it. And so, uh, Kentucky has a state mandate, which all, all of the states now do, Mm -hmm. uh, which is great. Um, but for autism services Mm -hmm. and so we started researching and i ended up taking that position and um went from paying about three thousand dollars a week out of pocket to twenty dollars a day so it was just incredible yeah and um and so yeah alex went into 40 hours of aba therapy a week he graduated from his program almost exactly one year ago today yay that's amazing so he's he is he's done phenomenal and I'm Mm -hmm. so so proud of him
0: Um, and he just started kindergarten right He did. Yay. Is he in like a a blended class or self-contained? I don't know. The words are different everywhere you go, but what's what's that like? (laughs) That's what we say here. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, they don't have self-contained classrooms um, at this this school, but he is in a general mainstream classroom. Um, He does have um, some resource teachers that will come in um and work with him within the classroom and that's great and then as of last week um just got notification um that they would like to start him in a gifted and talented program there oh
0: my word so
1: I'm like really I'm just a proud mama
0: that is amazing yeah oh my gosh so he he, because like obviously again, spectrum, we know it's different. Yes. Um, and you know, there, there are kids like, like Logan, like my son who has some cognitive delays, but then there's kids mm-hmm. like Alex who actually have like more is, would you say, does he have savant skills or is it just like, he's just very highly intelligent?
1: You know, I haven't noticed any savant, um, tendencies. Of course I, you know, I, I don't know that. And mm-hmm. I think that's part of the struggle that a lot of us have is that, you know, I know, like, for the, and this may be savant, I don't know, his, um, you know, he just started kindergarten. And so they're learning, okay, this is A, this is B, this is what sound it makes. And Alex is reading encyclopedias. Oh, right? yeah, I would say that's savant. So <laughs> I, you know, I'm thinking, okay, he may not understand because You know every single word, right? You know, but he's he's a reader, and um, so you know, as far as that, but for the longest time, I mean, he was nonverbal, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: so you really don't know like what they know.
0: That's so true. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, but um, but he's definitely gifted, um, for sure, and is very intelligent. Like he he um definitely has a tendency towards science in math um he's very good with that um he's you know he's he's not an artist I would say or you know a (laughs) lot of people ask oh does he play piano or like no he doesn't not yet anyway yeah but um you know what I found is um that you know I want to make sure that he's constantly fed absolutely you know so if he is If he is showing a passion about dinosaurs and we want to talk about dinosaurs every single day of the week for the next three months, then that's what we're going to do. And, um, yeah, just continuously, you know, feed that passion of theirs.
0: Absolutely. I, I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine who has a typical child and he's Logan's age. He's in first grade. And he was saying how he, he, he basically just comes home every day and tells her like, I'm bored. I'm bored. Yeah. Well, and, cool. and he has always been like super bright and super, and, and, and she's like, I don't know if he's like gifted. And I'm like, no, I think he is and Yeah. I think that he probably is bored because like you said, like all the kids are, you know, learning ABCs and he's right. like that. I mean, he did that when he was like, you know, one. So it's just like, yeah. It, and I think that it is, I, you think about things so differently, like as a parent than you do, you know, when you were in school or like when it's when it's your kid it just feels so different because every kid does learn so differently and at such a different pace yeah it is like kind of ridiculous the way that they have like the school system set up. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> it's, it's just so, so, so like, yeah, exactly. Cause like, I always think, cause even for myself, like I I'm diagnosed with dyslexia, but I didn't mm-hmm. get diagnosed until I was in sixth grade. So I went all through elementary school really struggling and yeah. just everyone kept saying, Oh, Megan's not applying herself. She's not trying hard enough. And I was like, no, I am like, I'm, I'm working the best I can over here. You're, tr- so- You're doing double. Yeah, like, exactly. And I yeah. was, my birthday's in August. So I was like a lot younger than a lot of the kids, but that too, it's like, there's, everyone is developing and learning and growing at, at a different pace, but it's like, we just kind of stick all these kids in a classroom and just are like, okay, this will work. And it's really, it's, it's, it's not a great system. <laughs> it's not. And so yeah. I
1: think that's where you know, it's really crucial for the parents or the caregivers to step in. And, you know, it's whenever Alex is not in school, and I've talked to his teacher about this, and, and she recognizes that, uh, you know, Alex has some stronger interests and and, and gifts in some areas. And and so she, she has, I mean, we're still early on in the kindergarten process, but she has noticed that and has taken um, note of that. Mm-hmm. And, but If he's not in school, you know, we spend a lot of time at the library and just constantly, you know, getting books and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, you know, to read and um, just, you know, working with him individually
0: at home. Yeah. You're keeping him busy. Yeah. Yeah. So there's another piece to your story that I Mm want to talk about. You, you are a single mom. Yes. And I know that you have had kind of a tough road up mm-hmm. until this point. So if you, if you would, I know it's a sensitive topic, but I think that so many people listening can relate. Mm-hmm. So can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, it's becoming
0: easier and easier to talk about. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I think when it, you talk, you as hard as it is, like you do process and absolutely. you're able to like, cause even with autism, I feel the same way. Yep. Like I used to cry every time it was brought oh, up. Yeah. it's like I could just rattle it off. So I think that but I think that's that shows that you're healing.
1: Yeah. And I dare I say I have healed. Oh good um, for you. Yeah. I mean it's been it's been two years. Okay. So um but it's but my healing has been very intentional has been um i've experienced every emotion in a mm-hmm. very deep and powerful way and um, and and so before you know i say the it's been 2 years that's been 2 years since um i filed for divorce and it probably needed to have been done before that time mm-hmm. but um that was the breaking point and it was uh, a very rough, um, you know, patch of time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to go into, like, really extreme details yeah. out of respect for my ex. Mm-hmm. But um, he, I felt, um, definitely had different priorities. Mm-hmm. and um, And so our relationship was very tumultuous. Mm-hmm. So um, he did not handle having a baby very well mm-hmm. and the added pressures and the stress of, of what that brings. And, um, and so that stress led him to make some personal decisions that were, were ongoing and, um, he was coping with things, uh, very differently than I was. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, the relationship, the family was not a priority anymore. And so I ended up having to get police involved and, um, it was not a good situation. There were times when I was afraid Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, And then when you receive the diagnosis for your child and all of these things are going through your head, my, our relationship definitely, um, started spiraling Mm -hmm. at that time. And so it was, gosh, it was such a dark, dark time. Mm -hmm. I, and honestly, there, there are moments, there are patches of time that, I don't even remember. Yeah, because it was just I was very literally trying to keep my head above water, mm-hmm. and my husband was um, wasn't able to keep work, so he was, you know, off again, on again, work, um, and you know, so here I was, you know, trying to bring home. The money to pay for the food, to pay for the therapy, to, hmm. you know, keep all of the family schedules organized. And, um, and it was tough. And there were times where I would question myself, am I losing my mind? <laughs> I, am, yeah. I am about to break. And, you know, uh, most of that time we were away from family in a different state. And so I didn't have the family resources. And, So Kentucky, but when we moved back to Kentucky, it definitely, I was able to have family uh, closer to help out. And there were times when I had to put Alex in the car and we had to go and stay with my mom. Um, But at least we had that and it was, um, it was good. And then September 7th, two years ago, um, like I said, I got police involved uh-huh. and I filed for divorce. So, um, I do have sole custody of him. and uh, and he, and we're both thriving. You know, uh-huh. it's not to say that we don't have bad days because we do, but that's like everyone. Uh-huh. And maybe my normal is very different from another person's normal, but at least we're we're in a good place. We're in a better place now. And as long as Alex is happy, and I'm continuing my journey to find happiness and however that's defined,
0: then, then that's good. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. I mean, you, you really have been through so much and I I had said this before we started recording, but you, I just give you so much credit because you are just such a strong woman and I know how difficult it is to, like you said, it's a dark time when you're going through Mm -hmm. just the diagnosis and getting everything figured out. But then on top of it to have, you know. The, these issues within your marriage and your family, I can't yeah. imagine how how hard that would have been just compounded.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's crazy to to think back about it because I think back about it and I'm like, I, I don't know how I made it through. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, you're in survival mode mm-hmm. and all of those things that we go through in life really... Do and I know it's completely cliche and there were times I wanted to smack someone in the face, honestly, when they said, <laughs> These times just make you stronger. And I'm like, just stop saying that because I, I, I don't want to get stronger. I'm fine with the I'm strong enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um it's but tough. you know, looking back, I I do there's very little uh that phases me now, honestly. It's okay. just like I, there are times I I look up I look in the mirror and I'm like just bring it because <laughs> I can do it I'm gonna
0: kick its butt and I am woman hear me roar <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah no I feel you I feel it, it's so true though because it, and it is cliche but it's like you like you said there there's things that it's just like you you push through it and you might block it away cuz it's just like that's how you cope with it. Yeah. Um but then like you said when you come out on the other side. It's funny though cuz listening to you say I don't know what got you through. I know that it was Alex and your oh, love yeah. for him and your your strength as a mother that is what got you through.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I I'm and I I have goosebumps now and I'm going to try not to cry about. I it. know we do. Uh, <laughs> um he did. I mean, yeah. he he really he was my strength mm-hmm. for sure and um and he doesn't realize that now yeah. and he he may never but just um just the sound of his voice and every little milestone that he made just allowed me to keep going yeah. and um and the just the him his little hand in my hand um really just it was just his touch sometimes
0: that really gave me the strength yeah, um, to get through the day. I told I, I feel you. Yeah. I feel like you, until you are a mother, like you just don't know the depths of your own strength and love and just like what, what you're capable of. Because when you have this little person who is, you know, solely relying on you, mm-hmm. you just, all you want to do is make them proud. And, yeah. You know, do right by them. So Oh yeah. Goodness. It off. was,
1: I'll tell you a sweet little story and this Please. just happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, You know, sometimes, especially with, with a kiddo on the spectrum, you, you may not, especially if they're nonverbal or whatever, you just don't know how they look at you. Like they may know, okay, you're my mom, you're my dad. Um, I love you, but you're not fully able to understand maybe how they look at you mm-hmm. or what they're feeling. And this this just happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, Alex had crawled in bed with me in the middle of the night, which I absolutely love. I'm not ready to send him <laughs> back to his bed. Logan
0: and, crawls in our bed almost every night. Oh, I, and I just love it. Um, I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine with it. Yeah.
1: And so Alex crawls in bed with me and his little hand um, pulls my face towards him And, um, again, I'm going to try not to cry, but he said, um, he said, you're my best friend. And I was like, wow, that, that's how he looks at me. I'm Mm -hmm. totally fine with that. You know, he calls me mommy, mama, mom, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but then he said, you're my best friend. And so, um, it's another little thing that will get me through the day, you know?
0: absolutely and and what i think is extra special about that i was just having this conversation with another friend of mine is that you know people on the spectrum they are so genuine and yeah. so themselves so it's like when when he says that to you you know it's the truth like there's oh, yeah. a thing about him that's Putting on an air for you. I always said about Logan because he he like scopes people out. And if there's someone that he that he likes and he vibes with, he will just immediately want to like hug them and cuddle them. Oh, and yeah. he will like look deep into their eyes and and they'll say the people will say to me, like, oh, oh my gosh, like he's so full of love. And and yeah. I'm like, yeah, and he's like, this is nothing about this is fake. This is just a hundred percent how he feels right oh, now. Yeah. And he wants to share that with you. And it's just like the sweetest, the sweetest thing. That is so sweet. that It you're
1: is. I mean, I just really, they feel on such a deep level. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Alex has a really special bond with animals. He just clicks with animals mm-hmm. and wants to protect them. And, um, you know, and I feel like that's part of just his connection with, with others. Like he feels um, he, he knows if a person is on his side or not mm-hmm. and, um, and he will gravitate towards them for sure.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. Cause we always saw that with Logan. Like there was just certain people that he, like you said, like really clicked with or just like gravitated towards. And then as I've done the podcast and talked with more parents, I've heard that from a few other parents too. Yeah. And, like, I, I just feel like genuine knows genuine, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm totally
1: fine with that. And what a great life hack. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> I can scope the good people out, you know, birds of a feather flock together. As That's long as total- he finds the good flock, I'm totally fine with that.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um. OK, so tell me, because you have some exciting stuff in the works. Yeah. Uh, can you can you talk about what you have going on now? Yeah, I have. Oh my gosh.
1: So this is, and this is almost kind of a problem that I have. I, I do not (laughs) like to sit still. I can tell.
0: Yeah. You're type A for sure.
1: (laughs) I am. So I'm type A. I'm (laughs) hyper. Um, it's just, it's just how I'm wired and I've always been that way. And so what's,
0: what's your sign though? When's your birthday?
1: Oh, oh, my birthday's October 10th, so I'm a Libra.
0: Oh, okay. I have, like, a lot of, I, I like astrology. I don't know if you do. Oh, uh, yeah. But I have, like, uh, some planets in Libra, so I connect with Libras. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very good. Now, are you a Leo? I'm, like, right on the cusp okay. of of Leo Virgo. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get into this now. I am <laughs> technically, like, if you go by my chart, I am a Virgo by one minute. So I'm technically a Virgo. One minute? I know. What? It's crazy. But I, I know it's, it's so crazy, but I, I do, I have like both sides of my personality for sure. But I, like I said, I have some planets in Libra, but I have several in, in Leo. So I'm definitely like, I'm a cusper as you would say. Yeah. Um. But, but Libras are like very much leaders and like planners. So it's not surprising to, yeah. To that. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and you know, of course we like balance. Mm-hmm. And so I will find myself. Of course, I need to find a better balance because I'll go 100 miles an hour in four different directions, and then I'll hit a brick <laughs> wall, and I'm good for nothing. So that's not quite the balance that I need. Yeah, I the one re- extreme to the other, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I, gosh, this was you know when Alex received his diagnosis, um, I I knew at first I was kind of like I want to say like in the closet. Like you know about Alex and his mm-hmm. diagnosis and then over time just like we were talking about like you know just talking is a type of therapy yeah. and we we become better as we talk about it and I knew that I wanted to find a, a sense of community and I know we've talked a lot about this because of our podcast like yeah. what that's been able to provide for us and it's mm-hmm. so so powerful and Um, here where I was living, there was a very small group of gals, um, who were autism moms. And one of them had said that they wanted to maybe get together for a mom's night out. And I thought, wow, that would be great. So, um, we went out and we had the best time. We talked about our kids the whole time, but it was just, it was so good. And I walked away feeling so, so fulfilled And knew that I wanted more, just Mm -hmm. more and more. And I was craving it, just that sense of community. And so about, I don't know, four months later, I went and to this kind of podcast convention type of thing here locally and, um, and just, just for more information and I walked away and said well maybe a podcast is what I'm supposed to do mm-hmm. and so I thought well I do love to talk and I do <laughs> you know love to talk about autism so yeah you know maybe this and so that's when I started the the podcast My Autism Tribe and we have um, a kind of a nonprofit chapter of the autism society here, the autism society of the bluegrass and they have, um, you know, monthly meetings and things, but, I started getting a lot of feedback from people saying that they wanted more, like a larger sense from the community and the autism society of the bluegrass. They're a phenomenal, phenomenal organization, um, for the autism community, but I really wanted to start engaging the whole community. Mm -hmm. Um, and because that's, you know, as far as the inclusion and the acceptance, you know, starts coming in and, so I I started the nonprofit, My Autism Tribe, and that was last or this last February. And so it's in its infancy stage, but we have grown so much. We had um, an amazing campaign called Grazing Awareness um, that we've trademarked. And that is essentially like, you know, implementing during the month of April, at least for all different types of restaurants to come on board and really educate the public on why sometimes dining out can be a challenge for Mm -hmm. families on the spectrum. And, um, and then we had a back to school pictures event where we had pictures for kiddos on the spectrum that, you know, there was no flash photography and, um, and that was great. And then, Um, And now we just launched, as of last month, what we call apps, and that's um, Autism Parent Programs. So there's a lot of people here in the state of Kentucky, at least, that are on waiting lists, either for a diagnosis or for for therapy. We are getting more therapy services, but I wanted to be able to provide parents those training sessions on things that they can be doing to implement those techniques at home. Uh, while they're waiting. Mm -hmm. And so we have um, different specialists that are coming in and offering different tips and advice to parents. Um, All of this is free. So, um, you know, So that yeah, so it's, it's been, it's been really great. We've, we've received great feedback on that. And then another thing that, you know, and, and as you're aware, when you have the podcast, you're, your voice is much stronger because Mm -hmm. you're able not only to have a local or regional presence, but a global presence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so there are people um, all over the world really that are wanting to make their voice stronger. And that's one of the missions of my autism tribe. It's one voice made stronger. Mm -hmm. And that one voice started off as being just mine, but it can really, (laughs) you know, be in anyone. And I really want to make sure to have every single voice out there, whether you're, they're a self-advocate or parent advocate, um, to make sure that their voice is heard. And so we, um, we decided to publish a book, and, and so it's um, stories from my autism tribe. And so we have, we're going to be publishing this book and it's from advocate stories from all over the world. And, um, we want to have this book published and just, you know, these stories are hopefully stories of, of hope, Uh um, can't say that there won't be tears shed. Um, (laughs) but again, I think it's another form of therapy, the written word or the spoken word, really just to, to help each other. And every, every single person that I've talked to within the autism community as an advocate, they've all given me pieces of thought that I've been able to reflect on and, um, and they, it's all been beneficial. And so I want everyone to be able to have that, to have that opportunity.
0: That is, I mean, Girlfriend, you are just doing so much good.
1: I'm just, I'm,
0: I'm honored to know you. Honestly, everything that you're doing, it's just amazing. And I feel like I talked to so many, you know, parents with with kids in the spectrum, and it's like there's just there's something, like we said, that the strength comes from our kids, and it just it it makes you want to do more and do better. And it's just it's amazing because you really you have done just that, and I am so thankful and I know so many other people are too.
1: Well, thank you. Um those are all very very kind words and like they're they are 100% true. Well, thank you. Um I get a lot of people ask me because you know, we just had an autism walk last last weekend um and Alex was there, and we did a whole touch of truck like the in the spring. Mm -hmm. And Alex was there, and a lot of people. And of course, I talk about Alex all the time on the podcast, and I've even used his pictures on social media. And people have asked me, you know, why I have been so vocal in using Alex's face and name, and um, and he is aware of you know, what I'm doing, I think maybe not the whole magnitude of it, but (laughs) he knows that I talk about him a lot and, Mm -hmm. um, and I've never, and this was just a very conscious decision that I made pretty early on was that I was never going to whisper the word autism around him. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to talk about it in a, you know, of course I don't have every single conversation about it around him. Um, you know, I'm very conscious and, and how I'm speaking about it in front of him. But, um, but I wanted him to see me advocating for him. Yeah, And I think that to me, and that's just my belief, um, if he sees me advocating for him, then it will teach him how to advocate for himself. Mm -hmm. And, um, and hopefully he, um, will grow to understand that. And, um, you know, when, in some parents I've talked to, they have chosen not to go that path. And I completely respect and understand their reasons as well. Um, it's just, that's the reason that I made and, you know, we're all parents, mm-hmm. we're all trying to figure this thing
0: out. And, um, but that's, that's what led to that decision. Absolutely. I'm curious because this is a question that I get a lot from parents. They'll, they'll, you know, email me me or message me and say, I, I, I don't know how to talk to my child about autism. Mm. Like how do I broach this subject? And to me, it's like, I don't know how to answer that because like you said, autism is discussed like so freely and openly in our home. Um, so I never quite know how to answer that. And I just kind of say that I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't think that I'm going to, yeah. Like I respect your choice as a parent, no matter what, but to me, it's like, I don't think that it's something that needs to be like swept under the rug or, or kind of hidden. I think it's okay to just like have these conversations with your child in the spectrum, with their siblings, with extended family, just so that everybody knows, like, listen, this is what's going on and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
1: um, you know, and I think you have to just approach that with where your child is, you know, what mm-hmm. they're able to comprehend or gather or what age they are and all of that. But I'll, you know, kind of as, as an example of this very thing, which I thought was pretty cool. This summer, um, Alex and I were at the pool and we were swimming and, you know, he was inserting himself into some play with some other kids in the, in the pool. And I was, you know, just kind of standing back and looking and it was really kind of a cool thing to watch. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And this little boy in the pool, um, was was excited and stuff. And, um, he pushed Alex's head underwater and, um, and was kind of holding it there. And of course, I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, my you know, word. It's yeah. like, you scary. know. Yeah. It was really scary. And so, um, and so the boy stopped and Alex was a little freaked out, you know, mm-hmm. um, by it, but um, but the boy's dad was right there and he was, you know, disciplined and saying, No, you know, you can't do that. And so I took Alex over to the other side and I was talking to him about it. And I think the little boy had um, been put in timeout mm-hmm. um, for a little bit or told to kind of stay over on that side of the pool. And he was obviously upset about it. Mm-hmm. And so he was a little bit older than Alex. And so I told Alex, you know, after we talked about it and I said, now we're going to go over to the little boy and we're going to say, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. And so we went over to the little boy and the little boy was like, no, no, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. And I said, well, Alex has something that he would like to say to you. And so Alex said, I forgive you. And, um, and so the boy's dad was there and, and I said, oh, okay. So see, Alex forgives you. Now you guys go play. Mm -hmm. And so off they went Mm -hmm. and they played and played and played. Well, so about five minutes later, I come over and I see this little boy. He's over by me and he's smiling and stuff. And I see this bracelet on his arm and it says, I have autism. And the boy who was playing. Yes.
0: Oh, my word. Yes.
1: And I looked at him and I said, you, you have autism. And he said, yes. And I pointed to Alex. I said, Alex does too. And he got the biggest smile on his face. And and still, to this day, they are best friends.
0: Oh, my God.
1: He lives, like, a couple of, like, houses down from us. We, they, every single time they go to the pool, they see each other. He came to Alex's birthday party. Um, There, but. It's just you know we that was just
0: such a and I get chill bombs every single time. I do, I it's, was like holding back tears when you said that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah,
1: and okay. so that little boy though had the little bracelet it says I have autism, and so his parents have talked to him you know about that and um you know and I've since grown very close to his parents <clears throat> and um it was just a truly powerful thing. Mm -hmm. um, to have happen. And I jokingly said to the dad, I walked over after I found out that he had told me he has autism. And I walked over to the dad and I laughed. I said, I think your son was supposed to have dunked my kid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think so so too.
0: Yeah. It was just really amazing. Oh my god. Wow. What a what a sweet story. Well, I'm so glad that, that they're buddies now. Maybe a, a little yeah, a little bit of a rough start, but I think mean, <laughs> the <Yeah>. ending. <laughs> exactly. I have the ending. Wow. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah. Susan, I think you and I could just talk all day. Um, but I wanna wrap things up. Thank sure. you so much for just sharing so so openly though and getting into some of the more difficult parts. I, I really appreciate it. I know that listeners will too. Can you tell everyone where they can connect with you and find you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So it's my autism tribe pretty much across the board on mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Recently just started the Twitter thing. I'm still trying to grasp it. Honestly. I don't, I'm not it's a Twitter. Like, <laughs> I'm not a big tweeter. Twitter, whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't do, that's, uh, I'm just, I definitely do so much. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Also have a YouTube channel um, as well. Um, I love, you know, producing different animation, like animated videos and things like that. So definitely there. And then My Autism Tribe podcast is on all of the major podcast platforms. Um, And then the website, uh, myautismtribe.org. and um, or dot com, either one, and um, and then yeah, and then of course, kind of going back to the book thing too. If there's any um, any listeners that would like to have their, you know, Megan, of course, I asked you because you have such a strong voice um, in the autism community.
0: You were um, so sweet to think of me. So yeah, you heard it here first. I will I will be contributing <laughs> to the book which I'm so excited about. And I told you like, I I'm very like self-conscious about my writing skills. So you're such a great writer. You're so sweet. Oh,
1: you're so (laughs) humble
0: because you're so heartfelt. Spelling and grammar and and I'm dyslexic. So it's like, it is hard for me. If you look at some of my posts, Thank goodness I have my sister who is like the grammar freak. So she's always correcting me. Um, But I, it is, it is definitely not my strong suit, but I really appreciate you thinking of me. And like I said to you, I'll, I'll spill my guts any day of the week. So. Well, that's what we want. We want guts, you
1: know, bring on the guts because. Exactly. It's really everyone, even though there's such similarities in our stories, every single story is very different too. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, and we can all learn and grow so much from each other and, um, you know, love, you know, knows no language
0: yeah. Kind of thing, mm-hmm. language
1: barrier, what different parts of the world you're in, um every story deserves to be heard. And I wish that we could put every single, single story in there, (laughs) but, um, but this is a start and, um, and it truly is something that I'm very, very passionate about because that's, that's why we're all in it, right? Yeah. We need
0: each other. Absolutely. Well, you can tell your passion shines very brightly.
1: <laughs> um,
0: and again, thank you so much just for coming on. And like I said, just for for sharing so openly. And yeah, everybody go, go find Susan in my autism tribe. You are just doing so many amazing things.
1: Thank you. And so are you. And thank you so much for having me on. Um, and everyone go and check out Megan's podcast. You're
0: amazing.
1: <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Susan. You take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash adventures and autism, all one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash adventures and autism for your free audiobook. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Susan. Isn't she just a doll? <laughs> I just love her and I honestly do feel just so blessed to have connected with her. It's amazing how there's people in different parts of the the country and the world and you you know you find them online on social media and you just feel like they've been your friend your whole life and honestly that's how I feel about Susan and about so many of you who have reached out to me that I've been able to really create friendships with and even though we might not know each other in real life i i'm just amazed every week at this community and how much it's growing and again, I just appreciate all of you so much for listening and for reaching out and taking the time to send messages or write reviews. Um, if you have enjoyed listening to the show, I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, especially on iTunes, Apple podcast, that is really helpful for other people to find the show so we can just continue to grow this amazing and wonderful community. So I'm getting really close to hundred reviews, <laughs> which has been my goal for a while now. We're so close. Um, but if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook at Adventures in Autism Podcast, on Instagram at Adventures in Autism Pod, uh, or you can email me at Adventures in Autism 2018 at com. Again, I love hearing from you guys and definitely find Susan and my Autism Tribe. It is an amazing show and everything that she shares on her social media and all of her exciting projects coming up in the future i actually just finished the essay for her book and i sent it to her i think that was just last week so i'm very excited and a little bit nervous (laughs) for everyone to read that but super exciting and honored to be a part of that and then one more thing that i wanted to share is my favorite local nonprofit. it's called the autism hero project Tamika, the president of the show, was actually a guest on – I'm sorry. The president of the the project was a guest on this show way, way back in the beginning. I believe it was like episode nine, somewhere in there. And we talked all about her journey with autism and just the Autism Hero Project in general. They do amazing things. Basically, without going into too much right now, they fundraise money and they literally buy – insurance for children who couldn't otherwise afford it so that they are able to gain access to therapy like ABA and speech therapy and OT. It's incredible. Every penny that they raise goes towards a child on the spectrum. They Nobody takes a salary. These people are completely just amazing <laughs> and doing this out of the goodness of their hearts. They are phenomenal, but they are having a, their annual fundraiser is coming up. It's on November 14th. So if you are local to the Chicagoland area, you should definitely get a ticket. It's going to be an amazing night. I will be there. I can't wait. And if you go to Autism Hero Project on Facebook, they have a link there and an event bright link that you can go ahead and just purchase tickets right through that but I would strongly encourage you to consider coming like I said if you are if you're local it's in Rolling Meadows uh so like close to Schomburg it is going to be an amazing event I'm super excited so I just had to give that a little shout out but that is all for today so until next time take care